When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Have you made the switch to NYX? Millions of women have made the switch to the revolutionary period underwear from NYX. That's K-N-I-X. Period panties from NYX are like no other, making them the number one leak-proof underwear brand in North America. They're comfy, stylish, and absorbent, perfect for period protection from your lightest to your heaviest days. They look, feel, and machine wash just like regular underwear, but feature incognito protection that has you covered. You can shop sizes from extra small to 4XL. Choose from all kinds of colors, prints, and different styles, from bikinis to boy shorts, thongs to high-rise. You've got to try NYX. See why millions are ditching disposable, wasteful period products and have switched to NYX. Go to knix.com and get 15% off with promo code TRY15. That's nix.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's knix.com. Grace, Grace, Grace! Hey, hey, sister, we are annihilated. <laughs> I mean, I know, right? So I just wanted to chat for a few minutes. Yeah, so I know what you're going to say. I know what you're going to say. But listen, so, I'm new at this. I'm no, just trying to be so, anonymous. So I know I just, I'm new at this. I didn't know what to... Okay. Yeah, I didn't know... Look, I know you love to talk. I'm going to talk now. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So the thing is, the accent, they hate it. It's really bad. It's cringeworthy, they're complaining about it, they're saying it's the worst thing that has ever happened to the show, and Finstock has been doing this for a very long time, so it's bad, okay? I just, I know, listen, I know. Do it more. I want you to play it up. I want you to do it all day, every day and piss off all the nerds because I love it. I'm in charge now and I don't care. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> huh? Oh, um, absolutely. <laughs> That's right. Woo! You ready to piss off some nerds in a Facebook group? Oh, yeah. Aye, aye, Captain. <laughs> Season six is going to be bigger and better than anything you've ever seen. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the movie trivia showdown, champion of the world, once again. What a great season we are going to have. So much in store. Mark Baby Caratellis, thanks for joining us. Christian George Harloff, great to be here alongside you for another great season of Schmodown at Mayhem. Cruiser Ninko. Ninka. Two years in a row, the MVP, William the Beast, Bibiani! I get to choose the stipulations for the next match, so you know what? Danny Boy, you better be ready. Win or lose, our next match will be our last. Corruption! Dan and I are going to take them belts off you and shut down that show. They haven't seen the last of us. We are shizzing. What you will have is a draft. Ten managers who will be announced will create teams. 
the company Skybound, official partner of the movie trivia. Next season, it all changes. It's an entire different landscape in the movie trivia showdown. at the studio for the first studio match of 2020. Ken, it is season seven. It is the new era, and we have a couple relative newbies who are going to be competing here today. How are you doing? How was your winter break? I am just so happy to be here, Mark. It's 2020. The Schmodown is alive and very well. I remember 42 years ago when I was brought in for the first match against Katie Sackhoff, but we're here in a new era for the movie trivia schmodown a lot of people are familiar with what happened they saw what was going on in new york this is all new now we got teams we had a draft i was picked for the dodgeball Look team at this guy it is a new season new era indeed mark well all the experience is going to be on this side of the desk here that is an old all-time stallion this is like secretariat to my mr ed on the actual competitor desk ken like i said relative newbies ben goddard his first ever match is going to happen here today robert butler the third competed back in the 70s and now he's back to try his hand again this is not only a great match to kick off the season in studio with it is a great match for sen live because these are the two geniuses behind that show these are the two reasons why the robot haunts my dreams absolutely mark this is being called an S-E-N rival, R-B-3. He's a key part of that show, making all that magic behind the scenes and putting that laugh on the air. <laughs> ben Goddard has swept into the SEN live crew and formed quite a passionate fan base around him. I remember, I remember at the first live show, I stumbled in drunk to a bar, yeah. and this bartender said, come on back here. I'll treat you nice. It was Ben. And he's like, I got dreams. I got dreams to be a champion in the Schmodown. And guess what? Dreams might be coming true today for him. Kids, aim high. You never know when Super you are Super chat question. Be. Come, oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> trying to do a show here, Ken. And, you know, the other big thing that we should probably bring up here is that it is Ben versus Robert, that's for sure. Yep. But it's also faction versus faction. Robert obviously representing swag and Ben Goddard representing the den. Their managers are here today. Winston Marshall is here. Kate Mulligan is here. Grace Hancock is here. And we are about to get it going. This is where it all starts to change. These are teams. They're competing for glory. They're competing for points, not just titles. That's just getting done. It's not individual glory or team glory. It's about these factions. You got Swag Squad over here. Winston Marshall bringing his uh, personalities, charismas, expertise. Can it translate to being a great award-winning manager? I know very much what the Lioness can do. Obviously, Grace Hancock. I, we, we, I thought we really just really did a great job managing corruption if I'm saying, if it's an HR review with myself, uh, but I'm out. I'm not managing. She she is here and she brings her expertise and to really just mix it up with a newcomer, newcomer to the management uh, ranks, Kate Mulligan, who I'll tell you what, one of the funniest people I know. I used to watch her do stand-up comedy back in the day, just being in awe of what, what she did back then on stage. Can she bring that to the schmodown? from the manager's And I'm position. just getting word. That is her actual accent. She's been covering it up for some time uh -huh. now. That is how she actually speaks. For more speaking, here's what each competitor had to say right before the match. 
Oh, hi guys. Uh, is anybody hungry for some bagels? Ben Goddard has been drafted. Well, guys, here we are. It's season seven. It's a new era. It's some new faces. Dare I say, some better faces. I'm here with my new friend, Kate. (laughs) And here with Ben, who's about to show everybody just what the den is about. Bagel Boy? Out here throwing temper tantrums on SEM Live? You f***ing group thing Dude, I ain't seen a temper tantrum that bad since Ron Artest, alright? I'm not scared of you. Like at all, boy. Go take your ass back to the federal and go slang some drinks, dog. Somebody who we have actually not seen anything of. It, it just goes to show you, it's not what you know, it's who you know. Well, I don't know. I mean, if you listen, if you listen to SEN. Frank Janish made that joke when I got drafted. It's not about what you know, it's who you know. Well, you're going to find out what I know today. And RB3, he can be all the experience he wants, but he doesn't want to match. That don't matter no more. This is a different RB3. This ain't 2017 RB3. No more teammates. It's me and only me. Look at every game I lost. I lost by one point, one question. That's it. That's it. Now that I'm ready, now I'm prepared, now that I'm done with film school and I can focus on this, this is going to be the time we're going to take over. Oh, thank you so much. Hold that, honey. Yeah, I'll hold this. It's a little snack in case you get tackish. Oh, perfect. Thank you. Look how thoughtful this woman is. I appreciate this. Oh, it's Wolf. Okay. Bagel Boy is dead. Long live the bandit. Ken, you see that? I mean, again, we're talking about two great engineers here who helped carry on a daily live show for two hours, but all that friendship is being put aside. They both want this, and they want it bad. Absolutely. I got some strings. I got some uh, Give me a tail of the tape. Tail of the tape. Ben Goddard is making his debut, but I talked to him before the match. Between him shaking over sips of coffee, coffee like some sort of baby Yoda figurine (laughs) worth $350, he told me his strengths include Middle Earth and Fantasy Science. He started to give me his weaknesses. I said, don't let your opponent see you sweat. And then on the other side, we got RB3. He's been around 0-2, two losses. He was kind of one of those rising stars in the beginning of it all, and then he kind of transitioned to another role to show behind the scenes. He wants some glory. He's out there. He wants that first victory. His strengths include Spike Lee, movie release dates, and directors overall. He knows his stuff with his great podcast with Andres Cabrera, uh, The Meaning Of, so he brings a lot of that knowledge. It's one of those things where you know they have great knowledge, you know they have great hair, and look, these are two huge sports fans, and you know that weighing on their mind heavily. They're not NBA players, but they are competing. They're thinking about having that Mamba mentality here today. And what better way to honor Robert Butler III's favorite player of all time than getting a win over Ben Goddard. You know Ben wants it too. Ken, we're about to get it on. Are you prepared? Sir, <laughs> I've been waiting for this. I'm back and I'm ready. Then let's get ready to down. Is that the right order? Did I do it right? Introducing the competitors today is the golden throat of Ken. Why we love Star Wars Knapsack. Introducing first, making his movie trivia oh. schmodown oh. debut, oh. representing the dead, 
and being accompanied to the arena by Kate Mulligan, the Lioness, Bruce Hancock, and Den member Rachel Silvestrini. This is Ben the Bandit Oh, yeah, he's taking it. He's, he's got some sort of shellfish on his jacket. I believe that's a scorpion crab. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Indigenous to certain parts of New Zealand. It must be the year the crab. Okay. He takes a seat. He must be nervous his debut. And his opponent, with a career record of zero wins and two defeats, representing Swag Squad, and accompanied by his manager, Winston Marshall, this is R.B. Three. Like there's a lot of animosity. Oh, Chandru's there as well. There's Chandru, there's Winston, and Robert Butler the third has Look emerged to an ovation from this crowd here. They love him. They're clearly on his side. They here are. RB3 the needs this victory. Look at that. Looking good. Oh, that's a throat oh, slash. Oh, that was a throat oh, slash. Oh, it's getting violent in here. RB3. I gotta tell you. Uh, I never want to play favorites, but RV3 is the best human on this planet. He is the best human. Ben Goddard, I, merely top 25. Yeah. I got I to say one thing. I got to say one thing. What's ben that? Goddard. Are we going to plug your podcast again? Oh, yeah. I'd love to, but I got to say one thing to you. I hear what you're saying. You call me a snitch. You call me all these things. I've been in this game a long time, son. What's your, what's your record? I got one word for you. This respectful. Wow. Oh, we've got this, RB3. I got to tell you, this might be the influence of Winston Marshall. I've never seen RB3 Chill this out, angry, man. This is, this is, this oh. is going to be a good match. This is amazing, Ken. Oh, I'm I mean, sorry, Ryan Gosling ripoff. I was going to say, Kmart Killmonger, dude, you look like they found Ryan Gosling in a dumpster. You need to be chill for a second. Oh, oh. oh. A lot of trash talk flying. Right. Here we go. At he some point, in. we're going to be competing in actual movie he trivia. Here we go. All right, Ken. The manager is really milking all of their screen time here at the outset of the new era. Gentlemen, now that you are seated, I will run you through the rules of round number one in this three-round match. Round number one, the field of questions is going to be eight in total. The field of competitors will hear those questions and then have 15 seconds to answer each individual one. They come from eight different corners of movie, trivia, schmodown, know-how. Each question's worth a point. There's no penalty for missing a question. There is no stealing in round number one. Once we ask you by name to reveal your answer, please show what you wrote on the whiteboard as legibly as possible to the camera at the same time you verbalize your answer into the microphone each competitor has three usages of the JTE rule throughout the duration of the match if you're not sure you heard a question right you want to buy yourself 15 seconds whether for dramatic purposes or to conjure the answer in your head use the JTE rule you also each have one challenge to be used at any point throughout the three-round match if you wish to challenge please get the attention of your manager your manager will flag us for the challenge Robert Butler the third Sitting in the higher ranked chair. How do oh, you yeah. feel? I'm feeling great. All Here right. with the mama mentality. Ben Goddard. Let's do it. Ken. 
I'm ready. It's time for the movie trivia showdown. Three rounds to a finish. All those rules to say. All right, gentlemen, I will be asking your first question. This comes in the category of action slash adventure movies. The query is, who directed Alita Battle Angel? You know, I'm 62 now, so the only adventure I get is my yearly physical. Well, that's <laughs> something to be said for that poor doctor. Yeah, well. Just to hook you up to all those electrodes when you're running on a treadmill. Five, four. Is that how they do physics? Three, two, one. Uh, pens are down. We're looking for answers, starting with RB3. Robert Rodriguez. That's correct for point. Robert uh, Rodriguez. We are tied up at right. one. Start the 2020 in studio season. Off and running. No challenge on that question? No challenge? Uh, okay, good. One for one. All right. I'll also ask, ask the, uh, the managers to never yell at the announcers. <laughs> question two comes in the category of Oscar movies. Oscar movies. Which actor received an Oscar nomination for 2016's Hell or High Water? Uh, you know, hell or high water is what I call my prostate problem. <laughs> That's warning uh, a lot about the inner workings of Ken Knapsack's temple. It's a new year. Old me. Have you had what was your I need to get one of those. Five. Physical. Four. Three. Need to get some things checked two, out. Two. One. Ben's down. Do it soon. Uh, ben Goddard. Jeff Bridges. That's correct for a point. Jeff Bridges. We're tied up at two. The study paying off early. Your next category is in the world of dramas. And the question in the world of dramatic films, who plays Will Smith's son in The Pursuit of Happiness? Note happiness spelled with a Y. Well, that's incorrect. Yeah, that is incorrect. Uh, I only wrote a book. I don't know that stuff. I'm sure who to talk about that. Did you have a lot of grammatical errors when your book was submitted? I actually did. I'm pissed about that. Five, <laughs> four, three, Star Wars two, is good to me. one. Pens are down. We're looking for answers from RB3. The Karate Kid himself, Jaden Smith. All yes. right, that is correct. Jaden Smith. We're tied up at three. <laughs> That's disrespectful to Ralph Macchio. Hey. All right. Wrapping the coach. Question number four. Question number four comes in the category of animated. Animated, not just a description for Winston Marshall. In which animated film? Does the band Smash Mouth perform the songs All Star and I'm a Believer? This is a question submitted by Cody Hall from the booth. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody happier to hear that question than the band Smash Mouth themselves. Five, four, three, two, one. Pens are down. Looking for answers from Ben. Shrek. That's correct, sir. Shrek. We're tied up at four. Perfect so far. In the world of fantasy science fiction is where we're going for the next question. Which musician played the Goblin King in 1986's Labyrinth? 86, a great year. A little roller behind the bag. It gets through Buckner. Here comes Knight, and the Mets win it. It's also the uh, rookie season of a young man named uh, Bo Five, Jackson. Four, Vincent Bo three, Jackson. two. One pens are down, looking for answers from Robert Butler III. David Bowie? That's correct. David Bowie. We can be heroes. Both answers are correct. Uh, an extra point each for David Bowie's lack of a dance belt. <laughs> <laughs> Get that man a cod piece. You're yeah. showing the kids too much. <laughs> Question number six comes in the category of comedies. <laughs> they did it for me, Mark. They did it for me. <laughs> Great studio audience here. All right. Ben, do you laugh? No. In what 
Famous comedy will you find The Black Knight, The Holy Hand Grenade of Antioch, and The Bridge of Death. You know, since uh, you brought it up, uh, mm-hmm. actually tonight when this match debuts, I'm mm-hmm. going to be on uh, Comedy Central on Bill Burr's show, The Ringers. So oh. uh, check that Woo! out. I'm telling some Congratulations. Jokes. Might have a movie reference five, in there, too. Four. Those little skits are paying off. Two, <laughs> one. Pens are down. Look for answers with uh, Ben Goddard. Monty Python, The Holy Grail. That's correct. Yeah. Monty Python, and The Holy That's Grail. That's correct. That's correct. And rest in peace, the great Terry Jones. All I want to do is sing and ask this next question in the world of horror thriller your question is who directed the mystery thriller shutter island you go to a place called uh shutter island yeah it's uh, yeah it's, it's cheaper than going to like a disneyland or something like that <laughs> that works for me it might cost you your soul yeah, but i guess fine. disneyland does that too five four three two one pens are down. Look for answers starting with RB3. Uh, Kevin Feige's best friend, Martin Scorsese. That's correct. <laughs> Two, four. What point there? MCU stand, Martin Scorsese. There it is. All right. Oh, still in jokes is. like he's still in bagels. All right. All Stitching on me again. We've arrived at the last question, <laughs> wow. but it is also seven to seven. We're looking at the potentiality of two perfect rounds here. I mean, uh, that this is going to be pretty uh, pretty great start to the in-studio season if we get two perfect rounds. In the, the event pressure. that Ben and Robert both yeah. get a perfect round, we will ask a bonus question to them. Your eighth and potentially final question in this round comes in the category of, speaking of Scorsese, comic book movies. <laughs> Which comic book adaptation film depicts an anti-government crusader who wears a mask of the historical figure, Guy Fox? That poor Marty, you know, he was just asking. He was he was being asked questions. Yeah. He made an answer. Yeah, you, you know, know, he's made a couple of good flicks in his That's a great day. way to promote the Irishman, you right. know? I believe he was Five, the director for Bad Boys four. 1 and Can 2. Can you repeat the question? We got one repeat Ooh. from RB3. Which comic book movie adaptation film depicts an anti-government crusader who wears a mask of the historical figure Guy Fox? A fox. 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 We're we're getting dangerously close to breaking our own rule. Yeah, that's true. Guy Fox. Four, three, two, one. Pens are already down. Look for answers. Starting with Ben Goddard. V for Vendetta. That's correct. Perfect round. V for Vendetta. We got two perfect rounds to start the end studio season. Perfect rounds. Look at that. Like I said, uh, a bonus question will be asked to, in this case, both competitors. So write down your answer like a normal round one question. Your bonus query is, what comic book movie sequel features cameos from Brad Pitt, Bill Skarsgård, and Matt Damon? You get nine points each. That's more mm. points than I thought each gentleman would get in the total match. I got to admit, I, I'm, I'm right there with you on That's that. Right. On the verge of double figures. Countdown already. is in. Five, four, three, two, one. Pens are already down. Look for answers starting with RB3. Deadpool 2. We got that. Deadpool, Deadpool 2. two. Deadpool All 3. Right. Nine for nine. Wow. Well, if every match goes that smooth, we got nothing to worry about in the new era as we progress into round number two. This is known as the wheel round. And speaking of wheel heroes, how about a huge hand for Alex Marzonia? Alex rescuing. There's a, there's a dead horse you might want to go beat outside of that joke. Are you going to throw another temper tantrum? Yeah, look at that. Look at that. All right, there. More trash talk that may or may not be picked up on the microphone. I don't know. They're going back and forth. Simple additions. The wheel is out. The wheel is out. All right, if we can have the managers. Thanks, Mom. Back into the alley. Kate's word. Thank you. 
In Hits. round number two, each competitor gets a spin at the wheel. Once you settle on a category, you're gonna be asked four questions in that genre of movies. Each question is worth two points. There is no penalty for missing a question. However, stealing is available in round number two. So if you're not sure of the answer, ask us for multiple choice. We'll give you four options, one of which is the correct answer. At that point, the value of the question goes down to one. So we have here a classic tie, Ken. It's nine to nine. And so breaking the tie will be Robert Butler III. Robert, the selection is yours. Would you like to spin or defer to your opponent? I want to defer. You go first. All right, like here this. comes here Ben go. Goddard. His very first spin ever yeah. in the movie Trivia Schmodown. I remember my first spin ever. I was 35. <laughs> That's a, must have been some evening <laughs> at a Ramada Inn. It is movie release dates. He's he the legend Scott Vance. Movie release dates. All right, he's going to he line is. the wheel up just like he likes uh, it. Yeah. I like Ben's spinning motion. It's a very, it's a nice flick. It's yeah, like it's a, a nice Patrick Mahomes, Michael yeah. Vick just kind of. Yeah, just kind of a light toss. He's not like Jeff George flinging it, Michael. <laughs> Middle Earth. Middle Earth. This is a supposed strength of him. I Sometimes when players proclaim strengths and then they get it, the pressure is on. That's right. So Ben returning to Middle Earth where he was clearly the tallest person there. <laughs> ben, in the category of Middle Earth, I'll be asking your questions for in total reminder. If you need some help, ask us for multiple choice. Lest Robert Butler III get a steal. Your first question. How many rings were given to the Dwarf Lords? Seven. Nerd alert. That's right, for two points. Two points. 11-9 lead. All right. Your next question. Who is the first of the Fellowship to offer to accompany Frodo to Mordor after Gandalf? Hmm. Aragorn. He's got great hair and he's got two more points. All right, Ben, uh, we're rolling through Middle Earth. Your penultimate question in round number two. Who plays King Theoden in the Lord of the Rings films? Theoden, excuse me. I think I know, but I'll go multiple choice. I can provide that. Is it A, Bernard Hill? B, Lee Bernard Pace? Hill. It is Bernard Hill for a point. One point. 14-9 lead. All right, Ken, one more question in the world of Lord of the Rings. What Doctor Who veteran played the wizard Radagast the Brown in the Hobbit trilogy? Uh, multiple choice. Is it A, Colin Baker, B, Peter Capaldi, C, Tom Baker, or D, Sylvester McCoy? Hmm. If I get the choice again, is that a JTE? Uh, you get one free redo of the choices. Yeah, I can the try that now. Is it A, Colin Baker, B, Peter Capaldi, C, Tom Baker, or D, Sylvester McCoy? Uh, I'll go B. That is incorrect for a steal, Robert. I'll give you your options again. Is it A, Colin Baker, B, Peter Capaldi, C, Tom Baker, or D, Sylvester McCoy? A. And looking for Sylvester McCoy. Sylvester D is McCoy, the right against the Brown. Okay. So it All is right. 14 to 9, Ben Goddard. Still a very nine. impressive show no, that's a, for Middle Earth. That's a that's a you know a, a strength category. He showed it there. I like when players take the time and kind of make sure with multiple choice. You don't want to rush in there. RB3. RB3 with the spin. Good spin. Big Laker supporter. That actually Smooth. is an RB3 jersey, I believe, from when he was the backup to Smush Parker. Family Films. Oh. He almost got Spike Lee, a, a strength okay. of his. Right in between Spinner's Choice and Spike Lee joints. Mm -hmm. 
Here we go again. Good spin, good spin. You know, Ken, I noticed the visage of a young man that's very recognizable on the comedy wedge. Oh. Is that me seeing things, oh, or is that yeah. really Topher Grace? No, that is that is definitely definitely you. Oh. oh. Fantasy sci-fi. Fantasy sci-fi. He almost spun opponent's choice. Almost, yeah, you know, I'd rather take uh, take what you think you don't know than being at your opponent's mercy here. That wheel looks good. Uh, Marzonia worked so hard on that wheel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alex. And by the way, by the way, uh, Mar Marzonia's new single, Brilliant, available wherever you enjoy your music. So I check was it listening out there. to it today oh. in between Led Zeppelin and Aerosmith tracks. He belongs in that category. Right in the center there. <laughs> RB3, RB3, you're going to get four questions in the category of fantasy sci-fi. You do have the multiple choice. Uh, two RB uh, JT rules remain for you. First question in. Who played Alex Murphy, a.k.a. Robocop, in the 1987 film of the same name? I know, but I have to go multiple choice. A, Robert John Burke. B, Ron Perlman. C, Peter Weller. D, Kevin Peter P Hall. Peter Weller. Peter, that is correct for points. All right. All right. Closing the gap to four points with three questions remaining. All right. Second question. In King Arthur, Legend of the Sword, who plays former knight Sir Bedivere, leader of the Resistance? Under that. All right, multiple choice. A, Jude Law. B, Idris Elba. C, Eric Bana. D, Jaiman Hunsu. Jaiman Hunsu. That's correct for a point. All right, Looks he's like navigating he his, way his way around a category. He maybe wasn't his favorite on the wheel, but he's playing the best he can with it. Right. Third question out of four. Who plays Giselle in the 2007 Disney film Enchanted? Amy Adams. That's correct for two points. Two points. Right. He pulls within a point. And he pulls within one of Goddard, and he has a chance to take the lead going into the final round if he can get this question right off the All bat. All right. Final question. You got final question coming in here. This 1985 fantasy film, written and directed by Walter Murch, is a direct sequel to the 1939 classic The Wizard of Oz. Multiple choice. A, Return to Oz. B, Journey Back to Oz. C, The Dreamer of Oz. D, The Wiz. The Wiz? That is incorrect. A. A, didn't even need it. Yep, that's correct. Return to Oz. If Ben gets a steal there. That's my initiative. That's why the right. steal is put into play. Can really swing things in round number two. It's a two-point advantage now for Ben Goddard over Robert Butler with a third going into round number two. Yeah, but I'll tell you what. This is a highly competitive matchup going into a final round. If you're within one, two, three points of your opponent, I think you're in a good spot. RB3 shown a lot of varied knowledge here. In a tough category, he wasn't uh, an expert in. Ken, do you think that the managers are actually giving advice or are they just – shooting the the proverbial breeze. Uh, just I'm, I'm pretty sure Grace is just telling Ben about our chihuahuas at home, but I, I could be wrong. Uh, Baxter yeah. and Rat, two of ba the most adorable. Baxter and Ratsy, yeah, absolutely. Adelaide, all right. All right. 
All right. Robert Butt with the third, Ben Goddard. We have reached the final round of today's contest. In round number three, each competitor is going to hear three questions. These questions range in point value. Your first question is worth two points. Your next one's worth three points. Your last one, should we make it that far, is worth five points for each of you. How do we get that question? You. You give us a series of numbers that range from one to 20. We need three numbers from each competitor, and that's going to determine what category your questions are asked in. Remember, there's no penalty for missing a question, and there is no stealing in round number three. So, although Robert Robert is sitting in the higher ranked chair. It is Ben Goddard who has a two-point lead. So Ben, the bandit, give us your three numbers that you feel confident in from 1 to 20. Uh, 14, 7, and 11. 7 and 11. Uh, oh, is it time for dinner? Music to Ken's ears. Uh -huh. Robert Butt with the third. Three numbers from 1 to 20 that are not 14, 7, or 11. Um, I'll go with 8. You know, for Kobe, respect. Yeah. Um, go for 6 and 17. There we right. go. Eight for Kobe, six and 17, I'm assuming, for Kurt Rambis. That's <laughs> great, great Lakers player. Mm -hmm. um, so, Robert, you're going to hear your question for two points first. That will be administered by myself. Ben, Ken will be administering your questions. Robert, you selected number eight, obviously, in honor of the great legendary Mamba, and that corresponds to the world of romance. Okay. Your question for two points. <laughs> <laughs> it was so romantic. <laughs> okay. Valentine's Day is right around the corner. 1-800-Flowers. Uh, Robert, in the world of romance for two points, who plays Sandra Bullock's co-lead in the film Two Weeks Notice? Yeah. Five, four, three. Two. Repeat the question. I can do that. Who plays Sandra Bullock's co-lead in Two Weeks Notice? Of note, Robert has one JT. One JT rule left. Named after famed Wisconsin cheesemonger Josh Tapia. Five, four, three. Uh, Bradley Cooper. That is incorrect. We're looking for Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant. So we stick with Robert for his three-point question. Uh, Robert, in the category number six, which you selected for your three-point question, that's going to correspond to Oscar movies. No. Oscar movies and your question. What 1994 film had three songs that were nominated for Best Original Song? The Lion King. Robert Butler is in the lead over Ben Goddard by Can a point. you feel the love? That's the one? That would not have been nominated for anything other than a Razzie. As we move on to Ben Goddard, who will now hear his two-point question. Ken, what is his category? Ben, you chose the number 14. That corresponds to the category of Disney. And Disney. can you feel the love tonight? These are questions all about Bob Iger's suits. Here we go. Two-point question coming in. In 1992's Aladdin, who does Aladdin pretend to be to save Jasmine from having her hand cut off by the merchant in the marketplace? Her brother. Wow. That's correct for two points. Deep cut. Ben Goddard not phased by it in the slightest. Absolutely. And he has a lead. All right. So it's now 17 to 16. So we're going to go back to Robert here mm -hmm. for his five-point question. Robert, if you get this question right, you're going to force the hand of Ben Goddard to not only answer his three-pointer correctly, but possibly his five-pointer. If you miss it, Ben Goddard will be the winner of the match. Robert, you selected number 17. And Doug Williams' number corresponds to the world of horror movies. 
horror movies. And your question. What iconic actor plays the title character in 1971's The Abominable Dr. Phoebes? Go to five, four, three. Repeat two. the question. What iconic actor plays the title character in 1971's The Abominable Dr. Phoebes? Vincent Price was the iconic actor in a very tough five-point question. But nonetheless, Robert Lee's with a smile on his face and a bagel in his face. And Ben Goddard, the bandit, has his first win in the movie trivia showdown, making that scorpion crab on the back of his jacket proud. Absolutely. You know, you just need to get the first one in. It's like dating and jokes. You just got to get that laugh to start. Ben, he, he, he comes today to prove himself. And I think he skates by, but he was in control most of the game. But I want to give credit to RB3 sure. for really showing that he has a wide range of knowledge. He is not done competing here. Maybe with Winston in his corner, corner he can get over the next step. And it's a big win for the faction, too, because you have the Den getting points. And yes. you have, uh, the, again, Team Swag getting very close there. Two perfect rounds in round number one. I don't know that we've ever seen that from a debut competitor and somebody who has not been on the desk in a while like yeah. a Robert Butler III. Absolutely. And this is, again, what it's all about in Season 7. The teams are competing as well. These factions going head-to-head at a big, uh, a, a big point uh, coming across to a couple points coming across to Kate Mulligan and Grace Hancock with the dead. And now we are going to have a post-match interview with both the winner and the loser. Take it away. Hey everyone, Jen Sturger here backstage with Ben. Ben, congratulations on winning your first match of the season. You guys have to be feeling pretty good that this is a great way to start. It is. Uh, I'm happy, especially against RB3, because he's the reason this whole Bagel Boy thing started. I confided with him as a friend. He's so you don't like the whole Bagel Boy thing? Oh my gosh, how could you tell? I've never, I've never reacted emotionally about it, ever, on camera, on live stream, or anything. So I don't know where that comes from. You guys have had such a, a good spirit about it, though. Um, did you guys go out there and accomplish what you wanted to today? I mean, Kate, this was your first chance as a rookie manager. Do you feel like you've come out and made a statement so far in this league? First of all, I love what you've done with your cheekbones. I, I can see them. Uh, secondly, yeah, I feel like, you know, we came out here uh, like the 1985 Bears. We did what we had to do. We won the Super Bowl, and by Super Bowl, I mean our first match. And uh, I listen, I, I got to tell you, now we know why he's not Robert Butler the <laughs> first. It's fine. Everything's fine back here. This is under control. <laughs> Grace, you have to be feeling pretty great about this. What, if, what were you advising Kate to do going into this first match? You know, I like to call my new co-lioness here, Kate, the mouth. Uh, I don't think she needs a lot of guidance from me on what to say, which I appreciate, because it's nice to have like a real partner, you know what I mean? And, you know, I'm, I'm really proud of Ben, but I'm not at all surprised. You know, I've been doing this for a long time. I've proven over and over and over that I coach champions, and here we are again, so. 
And Ben, there's been this weird energy, this weird vibe going on right now between you and Bonnie. So wait, what's the deal? Like something about a date? Uh, well, she never shows up to anything, so it, I, could, I could schedule a wedding ceremony and she wouldn't be there. So if, uh, if Bonnie beats Brett, which she won't, um, you know what, we'll, we'll meet here and I'll, I'll bring some wine and candles and then I'll get ghosted like every other time. Damn. <laughs> All right, well, congratulations again on winning your first match of the season. I'm really excited to see what Den has in store for us. Back to you guys. Again, uh, getting personal there with the uh, the whole date or lack thereof with Ben. And it's interesting you bring up Bonnie because the winner of today's match, Ben Goddard, will be facing either Bonnie Somerville or Brett Sheridan. Do you see either competitor scoring any points in that match? We're letting Brett compete this year. It's it, it's been ratified. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, uh, that's an interesting uh, interesting. Uh, <laughs> I don't. If I was Bonnie, I, I maybe would want to lose if, if winning meant dating Ben afterwards. I don't know, but uh, it's a weird situation. But I got to give Ben a lot of credit right here this kid comes in here first match uh, the composure that he showed during this match uh, being around this like you said being around this it really kind of showed he, uh, he never seemed rattled uh, he took his time uh, a lot of good strategy uh, you got Kate kind of leading the way and yeah absolutely I uh, you know uh, Grace Hancock could could take uh, competitors and, and help make them into fierce champions so Ben could be one to watch going forward. That's right, and you talk about Robert Butler III and Swag. A little short on points today, but they are never short on words, and we're going to find out just how much they have to say with Jen Sturger. Jen, back to you. RB3, I know this is not the way you wanted to start off your season, especially losing by such a, sh a small margin. Um, how are you feeling after this match? Um, I'm feeling all right. You know, I, I honestly, there's a few questions that I missed that I feel like I, I should have got if I had a little more time to think about it. Um, but I did pretty, I did better than I thought. Did a perfect first round. Got to be proud of that. So I'll take my small victories where I could get them. Uh, ben played great. I mean, Ben's a good, good buddy of mine. As you do I see him together. So, you know, honestly, I'm happy to see that guy thrive. He's not the bagel boy anymore. He might be the bagel man. Um, so happy to see, happy to see that evolution. See, hold up, Ben. You see that? That's class, all right, with your classless ass. All right, I'm just going to say that right now. Go ahead, Rama. Go ahead and do my Don King thing. You know what I'm saying. All right, look. I'm just going to say this right here, okay? Swag is down, but we ain't broken, baby. We just getting started, damn it. All right, look. I had way too many carbs beforehand, so I'm a little strung up right now like Roxy on candy. But it's fine. It's fine. We're going to be good. We all good. And we still eating bagels. We still eating bagels. Still eating bagels. Go where, straight to my hips. Where did you get that? We don't even have craft services today. All right, back to you guys at the desk. The, the question is to where Robert got the bagel, Ken. I know uh, both of our tummies would like the answer to that. Thank you, Jen. Ken, your take on the spirits of Robert Butt with a third, even in defeat. I love this attitude. He did show some class, but he's got a lot of fierce class, if you know what I mean. Uh, he is not done yet, and I like that. I, I'm a big believer in the talent, in the mind of Robert Butt with a third, and to see him paired with uh, I guess the Don King of our generation, Winston Marshall, uh, made in America indeed. I, I really like uh, Winston's attitude, and, and I think this could Swag Squad's going to be a team to watch there. And by the way, Mark, if you need bagels, I've got some in the back of my Cam Reaches ask. I think I'll save my calories and carbs for liquid form. That is Ken Knapsack, the author of Why We Love Star Wars, and we are just getting started here in the movie trivia showdown. Season 7, the new era, one match in the books. The winner of today's match will be facing off against Brett Sheridan, and Bonnie Somerville again. Don't know how it happened, but it did. Make sure that you check into SCN Live, particularly next week, where Ben and Robert will have a lot to say about this match, I'm sure. For Ken Knapsack and Christian Harloff, I am Mark Baby us, Hey, I'm on Comedy Central tonight, so go ahead and check it out, and we'll see you real soon around the movie. Trivia, Schmodown! 
Have you made the switch to NYX? Millions of women have made the switch to the revolutionary period underwear from NYX. That's K-N-I-X. Period panties from NYX are like no other, making them the number one leak-proof underwear brand in North America. They're comfy, stylish, and absorbent, perfect for period protection from your lightest to your heaviest days. They look, feel, and machine wash just like regular underwear, but feature incognito protection that has you covered. You can shop sizes from extra small to 4XL. Choose from all kinds of colors, prints, and different styles, from bikinis to boy shorts, thongs to high-rise. You've got to try NYX. See why millions are ditching disposable, wasteful period products and have switched to NYX. Go to knix.com and get 15% off with promo code TRY15. That's nix.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's knix.com.